to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a show that explores the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend 5 to 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, which I then turn into a concise 15 to 30-minute summary and analysis. There's a summary episode every week, as well as standalone episodes that are either me sharing an idea on a topic or discussing one with a guest. The goal is twofold, to keep you up to date on the absolute latest in security and technology, and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 237, starting off security news. The U.S. is warning that Americans can be detained or deported in China for saying anything bad about the Chinese government. So if you are in China, you should be very careful. And I imagine that means if you've said anything before you went as well. The U.S. is evidently looking at banning TikTok because it's a Chinese application. And Amazon said on Friday that no employee could have it on their phones. But then an hour later, they said that email was sent by mistake, which is very strange. China is using family leverage to force hundreds of Chinese-born critics of the government to return home to face punishment. German authorities seized the Blue League server that was hosting doxing information on U.S. police officers. Another study has found that home routers are riddled with vulnerabilities. And uh, this study was actually pretty large. It covered 127 different products. A couple of the main findings were that they mostly use Linux, which we knew, but that the Linux versions were quite out of date. Yeah, I think uh, I did a study like this with my team at HP and found much the same stuff. It's a pretty old story, I think, but it's good that people keep studying it and raising awareness. China continues to muck about in the East China Sea, but this time they crossed into Japan's territorial waters and the Coast Guard called them out on it. They ended up leaving a little bit later. But yeah, China continues to be aggressive in the South China Sea. Vulnerabilities. Citrix patches 11 vulnerabilities in their network products. And VMware has updated Fusion Remote Console and the Horizon client due to some security issues. And of course, there are a number of, not zero days, but recent vulnerabilities, especially around F5, Windows 10, Windows Server, that if you haven't updated, you might be getting compromised as we speak. So definitely want to apply those critical patches. Technology news. COVID is speeding up many trends that were going to happen anyway, but are now being accelerated, including the move to automate frontline workers' jobs like cashiers. It's also accelerating the move to universal basic income. Twitter may be working on a subscription platform and business model, according to a number of industry analysts and job postings, which I think would be super exciting. I think that would differentiate them from Facebook and overall raise the quality. Rivian, which is a very interesting Tesla rival, just raised $2.5 billion, or they have raised total so far $2.5 billion to make electric 
trucks and SUVs. These trucks look super interesting. The tech in there is quite strong, fascinating stuff. I really hope they do well and give Tesla some serious competition. And they do have a pretty nice head start with a Amazon contract to build 100,000 delivery trucks, which a lot of people are saying is basically a middle finger to Musk from Bezos. So Bezos sees Musk doing so well with Tesla and decides to invest heavily in a competitor. Evidently, those two don't like each other. NVIDIA has passed Intel as the world's most valuable chip maker. Tesla took $3,000 off the price of the Model Y. Tech startups have laid off around 70,000 employees since March. And as of Sunday evening, which I haven't checked right this moment, but GitHub is down. And this is not the first time this has happened. And a lot of people are saying, wait a minute, Microsoft, what's going on here? So I think we should probably expect some serious criticism of GitHub over this next week. Human news, Walmart Plus is launching this month as a competitor to Amazon Prime and will cost $98 a year. And what you get for that are things like same-day grocery delivery, number of discounts, and number of other perks. There's an updated study on the effect of money on happiness and it shows that it matters a lot more than it used to. It used to be that happiness largely leveled off once you reached around $75,000 a year, but now it continues to rise and increase even after $160,000 per year. And the article here goes into a bunch of detail about why that is, the different things you can get for money these days that were really kind of flat before. Travel is trending towards isolationism with a focus on small groups and the outdoors. Online grocery sales in the U.S. hit $7.2 billion in June, which is the highest ever. And 32% of American households missed their July mortgage payment. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Our lighted path to totalitarianism which is my latest essay about multiple tech and demographic trends that are steering us towards bad outcomes. Searching for the ultimate obstacle to creativity. This is my new essay on a possible root cause for multiple symptoms that keep you from being creative. And why I think Trump is compromised by Russia. Definitely want you to think of this as a security post, not a political one. I do write a decent amount about politics, but I don't really talk about it on the podcast or link to it in the newsletter because, uh, you know, people can subscribe to political podcasts if they want to read politics. But I do think the whole Trump-Putin situation is very security related, so I, I continue to talk about that. The stock market continues to surpass records despite 50% unemployment in the U.S. and massive uncertainty for most people in America. I think it's because the rich basically just figured out that their success is completely untethered from the success of the bottom 70%. And they're just like, game on, let's do this. 
Listen Notes says there are around 1,370,000 podcasts. Updates. I finished Burn In, which is the UL Book Club book of the month that we're reviewing at the end of the month here in July. And uh, yeah, I finished it a couple of days ago. It was pretty good. Just started reading the Murderbot series, and I'm still working on Anna Karenin. I actually also started and stopped a couple of books this month, which I was happy to be able to do. Don't force yourself to finish bad books or books that aren't necessarily bad, but you just don't like. The sunk cost fallacy is called a fallacy for a reason. And I'm pretty excited about the Neowise Comet and plan on getting a good view one day this week, probably before dawn. Discovery, Canary Tokens, high signal, low maintenance attacker detection that you can deploy throughout your environment. A database of online surveillance cameras. There are a number of these out there. This one looks quite exhaustive. The Product Manager's Guide to Web Scraping. Analysis of YouTube trending videos of 2020. And again, all these links are in the newsletter, which is essentially the same exact show as this podcast. It's just the newsletter form of the podcast. San Francisco is evidently the most gentrified city in America. Classifying 200,000 articles in seven hours using NLP. How to perform an OSINT company assessment. And Fedora is changing the default text editor from VI to Nano. And one, Fedora is now dead to me. And two, 2020 just got 37% worse, which is hard to do. I'm just glad I stopped using Fedora in, what year was that? Oh, that's right. I've never used it. Now we know why. A teardown of the Aura Ring version 2. A couple talks about how they sleep in separate bedrooms. And the articles, yeah, quite interesting. Why Nerds Are Unpopular from Paul Graham in 2003. And URL Grab, a Go-based tool for pulling all the links from a given URL. Recommendations. Think we should start thinking about what your life will look like if you are working remotely for the next six months, the next year, or even permanently. Obviously, that applies to some more than it does others, but I think it's time to start getting out of the mindset of getting back to normal. I listened to this podcast called TWIV, which is a bunch of epidemiologists and immunologists and a bunch of other clinical doctors. And those experts and the experts that they bring on as guest speakers think we're going to be playing this game for a very long time. So I think we should start thinking about reorganizing the house for long-term arrangements or even moving to a new cheaper area or getting a bigger house so you have more room because it's the only place you're going to be, basically. And I think big cities just aren't as necessary or attractive anymore. So it might be time to get some more space, or a yard, or a bigger yard. It's basically time to think about this, this thing that we're currently in as the new normal, whatever that is. And I really hate that term. I think everyone does. But 
yeah, based on what they're saying about vaccines, what they're saying about how long people stay immune once they've actually had the disease, it's a lot of people are saying it's possibly going to be more similar to other coronaviruses, which you don't have long-term you know, immunity to. You can have multiple colds per year. You can have the flu multiple times. So, might be in this for quite some time. And the aphorism for the week. Everyone is guilty of the good they didn't do. Everyone is guilty of the good they didn't do. Voltaire. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. I believe inserted ads are not just annoying, but that their business model is toxic to content creation. So if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it directly for just $5 a month or $50 a year, which is two months for free. UL members get the newsletter every week instead of just twice a month. They get access to the archives. They get access to the UL Slack community, where we share ideas and links about the topics we discuss here. And they also get access to the UL Book Club, where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group. To become a member, just head over to danielmisor.com slash subscribe. And thank you so much to everyone who's already done so. Each of you is participating in the direct model of creator support that is helping this show survive and grow. And I greatly appreciate you. We'll see you next time.